0: podcasters have been listening for free for too long. You owe us something.
1: Well, okay. Listen, a lot of you have said, hey, guys, I'd be willing to subscribe and pay X per week or
0: per month for the podcast. And you know why we don't charge? Because we're stupid. Because we're stupid.
1: But anyway, why don't you think about what would you be willing to pay per month for the Armstrong and Getty show? And then instead of giving it to us, give it to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Donate it and help our uh, our warriors who are in their time of greatest need. You got this organization that is all volunteers and they do fabulous, beautiful, beautiful work helping our guys.
0: So just go to ArmstrongEgetti.com to donate. It's that simple. $500,000 Thousand dollars on our way to, I hope, $500,000 we're raising for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. More on that coming up in just a little bit. But you donate by going to com.
1: Uh, yep. Armstrongandgetty.com, as generous as you possibly can. Um, really quickly, a follow-up on the income inequality discussion of the last hour. Uh, the The one thing that I want to warn you about, the other thing I want to warn you about, is that Every single solution offered by your Liz and Bernie types to change society to end income inequality, every single solution ends up with more power for them, more government power, more money flowing through the government. Do you think that's just a coincidence? It's just, well, it's an unfortunate byproduct of these things. No, no. It's not a coincidence at all. People who want big government are on the take, or else they're incredibly misguided, and it always ends up with them having more money and more power. So don't be fooled, for goodness sakes. Anyway, um, I read this with great interest. I am a gum guy. I chew gum. I am very careful not to be chomping on it like a cow guy.
0: How often do you chew gum? Daily? Every day. Every day. Yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. I've chewed a piece of gum in months.
2: Probably bu- because...
0: You chew bubble g- gum? Bubble gum? No. What no. Flavor I'm a grown man. What, fl- what flavor do you go with? Uh, oh, so you're a judgmental gum chewer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, yeah. What flavor of gum do you go with?
1: Well, generally it's, it's sugar-free. Uh, peppermint or occasionally a, a, an alternate mint. But it's always something minty. Partly Never because a the Peppermint oil. Not
0: a, not a, not a cinnamon. N- not for ages. Mm. Um, Do you consider uh, that a child's gum also? (laughs) Are we allowed to chew that?
1: Say that word again, peppermint. Didn't I just say any minty gum is acceptable? I'll ask you to listen. So anyway, uh, the peppermint oil makes my throat feel better after doing four hours of talk radio plus a podcast. But anyway, uh, I'm a gum guy. Actually, You know, it's funny. It just popped into my head. I, I was 12 years old. 20 years ago. Put down the drumsticks, get out the harp. Joe is 12 years old. 12 years old, all-star pitcher in my local little league. And uh, my coach, I, I, I'm pitching, and my coach says, hey, cut that out. I said, what? And I think he just said from the dugout, blowing bubbles. I'm like, what? Okay. So I go back to pitching. Couple pitches, couple litters later, hey, he comes out and talks to me. He says, Stop it. You got to stop doing that. And I said, what? He said, blowing bubbles while you pitch. And I said, I'm not. And then at one point, my dad, who was the assistant coach, i come to the bench and he says, yes, you are. You do it all the time. I was completely unconsciously blowing bubbles, literally. You know, when you, you take a wind up, you step back with one foot, you raise your leg in the air. I would literally at that moment blow a bubble.
0: And, and I, the, had n- I had i no awareness of it whatsoever, and the coaches were bothered by it because it's a bit
3: of a you're tipping pitches you're you're getting, <laughs> you getting rung up by the other team. <laughs> you always you always blow a bubble when you're throwing the heater, you idiot <laughs> so but
0: there's it just a little it's a, it's a bit of a i'm super cool look. it's kind of like uh a Steph Curry with the mouthpiece hanging out of his mouth shooting free throws I mean it's a it's a bit of a cocky look. Oh, right, you
1: know, it was it was funny though, it reminds me of something that happened to work the other day, I asked somebody to stop doing something and they were completely unaware, they denied they did it, even though they do it all the time, and uh, I was completely unaware. So anyway, but back to gum, gum is losing <laughs> market share. Millennials are killing gum! <laughs> Bastards, they're spitting out gum as it were. Uh, chewing gum has lost sales to mints. They the gum industry. mints are now growing even while
0: chewing gum is declining. Now, I used the term certs the other day around my wife, and she mocked me as a okay as, boomer, as she should have. <laughs> That's <laughs> some good mocking. That is this, The olden days. So certs? Is that what we're talking about with mints,
1: not certs? I, 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 well, that was a popular brand 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> there are other mints, there are fine mints. Um, but I'm an Altoid man, love the Altoids. Mm. Uh, um, but anyway, they're losing ground to mints. And, uh, and and they mention <laughs> they mention that they think one aspect of, of gum is burning nervous energy, and they think fidget spinners, smartphones, and other things are are causing a decline in gum chewing because it gets oh. rid of nervous energy. Interesting. Then they mentioned j- jaw pain, and I'm not sure how common that is. But then the point of this article is mostly that in order to slow down this trend, Big Gum is trying to come up with, well, they're fortifying gum. They have a gum Now floor... with bacon bits. Well, <laughs> no, like, do you have trouble sleeping? Chew a stick of sleepy gum before you go oh to bed. Oh, my
3: goodness. Bill, Bill new will chew- give
1: you the sleepy gum. Oh, boy! Other new chewing gums purport to boost energy, alleviate headaches, and stimulate weight loss.
3: Hmm. people are selling placebo effects yeah i don't, i don 't know if I believe any of that uh, there it's are it 's like, uh, like in the simpsons <laughs> when the the duff white and duff regular beer they all just came from the same tube yeah, just right. different vats right <laughs> well <Wow. laughs> gum uh gum
1: sales are down like twenty twenty three percent in the u s since two thousand and ten mm Globally, gum is still doing well, but on the decline. But anyway, there are gums in the uh, in the pipeline to boost energy. Another containing cannabidiol, the uh, compound derived from hemp. It's CBD. Uh, the maker of Oreo cookies and Ritz crackers It added a gum under its Halls brand in Europe. Uh, blah, blah, blah Um, uh, let's see. Oh, then. Oreo oh. cookie gum? Well, I didn't. It doesn't. That's the maker of it. It doesn't okay, really. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, that sounds actually pretty delicious. Oh
0: yeah, um, I need some right now.
2: Isn't Apollo. there positive gum?
0: <clears throat> is there, Michael?
1: I think I don't there know. is.
0: You know, I've wow. always swallowed my gum and my toothpaste. Oh, that's cr- what? Yeah. Oh, like that's every single terrible time. Every for you. single time. That explains a lot.
3: That's <laughs> terrible you swallow. for
2: you.
0: Never hurt me, any. Hey, well, all you had was cancer.
1: Hey, uh, positive Sean. Look up why shouldn't I swallow toothpaste? But Apollo Brands LLC is selling fly gum. Which releases caffeine and vitamin B. They claim it helps uh, travelers and pilots combat jet lag. They also they also sell the same recipe as golf gum that uh, purports to help golfers stay energetic and focused. And Los Angeles-based NeuroGum makes a caffeine-laden brand
0: that touts the same benefits. I can see chewing caffeine gum actually. Shouldn't there be
1: uh, appetite suppressant gum?
0: Uh, they made it, I'd chew it. Although I suppose, I, what would that have in it, just speed? I'd never thought about it before, but gum doesn't seem to be as big a deal with my kids and their friends as it was with, with me as a kid.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nobody ever the, mentioned you know, it.
0: it's... I to it's me, because they get to eat more crap. I don't know.
1: Well, it's an indication, Jack, of this soft, soft generation. The, the, the older generation knew the pleasures of uh, breaking open uh, a Bazooka Joe. A uh, piece of gum, and it would be as hard as as uh, uh, Pittsburgh steel, and you would chew on it and spit on it and just work it and work it work it. Finally, it would get somewhat gummy, and finally, twenty minutes later, it would yield about two minutes of chewing pleasure. And you'd blow some kick ass bubbles, and then finally spit it out. Or if you headed for an early grave, uh, you would you would swallow it.
3: A big part of chewing gum for me when I was a kid was I was told that the big lumps and baseball players lips and mouths oh they're chewing gum kid and so, and so i would do that when i would play sports i would have the gum on the and i i feel like a lot of my friends we had the big league chew we were we were emulating the athletes who all did the the chewing tobacco thing. i chewed
0: gum every day for many 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 years and then just stopped and i have no idea why i haven't chewed gum in forever i, I don't know why i just i don't have a pack near me that's why um, why I shouldn't swallow toothpaste, according to the internet, this should be avoided because the fluoride in toothpaste is absorbed in the body and can contribute to a condition known as dental fluorosis, in which your limbs fall off. No, in which f- fine white lines become visible on your teeth. I don't care.
1: Show me your yeah, teeth, Jack. Your teeth are striped. Everybody calls you old pinstripes. <laughs> I
3: don't care. Old <laughs> zebra mouth, It's better say. than
0: having to walk over to the sink to spit out my toothpaste. I just swallow it. It's part of my calorie intake every day.
3: How far away is your toothbrush from the sink, Usually. Uh, or do you wander when you're I wander of, when, when you, I brush my teeth. Okay. I'm
0: wandering around doing stuff.
1: So, somewhere at the uh, uh, the sewage plant near town, there's some tech who says, where does all this gum come from? Who are these numbskulls f- swallowing their gum? Now they know it's you. But well, where do you spit your gum? Uh, in the In the garbage. Mm. Of course. any Anybody who spits their gum on the street or anywhere oh, other no, than no, that no. is... Oh, no, no, I've never done that. Uh, I would seriously... i bring back caning for that. Oh, yeah. That is super uncool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do, nothing, uh,
0: few things are more annoying than realizing you've got gum on the bottom of your shoe. Well, there's ten minutes. I'll never get back of a disgusting little job cleaning this gum off my shoe. <laughs> I just throw my shoes away when that happens. <laughs> you like Seinfeld when he banged the buckle wealthy. of his belt against the, the urinal. <laughs> well, that's going <laughs> in the trash. <laughs>
1: I love this quote at the end of it uh, by this gum executive. We're just not educating young people to enter the gum market.
0: That's funny. There are gazillions of dollars at stake and who knows how many thousands of jobs. And you know there are people in suits who fly in private jets having meetings about why aren't people chewing gum anymore. We've got to figure it out because their livelihoods depend on it. Just like your big oil or big tobacco or anything else. Right, right.
1: What can we do to encourage youngsters to chew gum? How about, uh, let's see, the folks at the, uh, the, the jewel have done well with flavored uh, vaping products. What what are the flavors that are selling? Get kids uh,
3: addicted to big gum. Menthol gum. <laughs> here's, here's
0: what I'd like before we take a break. We're at about $80,000 on Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. I'm going to throw out the website. Let's see how much money we can get between now and when we come back, and we'll do a little update. I like the sound of that. Because um, we're, we're shooting for $500,000 this calendar week by close of business on Friday. And I don't know if we can get there or not. But you got to go to armstrongandgetty.com, armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. He's got this text. Love the show today? Feel free to mention my name. I made my first donation today to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. My dad was a Korean war vet. We're now moving him from one facility to another. Oh, my name is Chris Doob. They call me Doobie because of my last name. I get it. Uh (laughs) I appreciate that. I wonder why. So, uh, we need to uh, check in on who, uh, give me some of the highlighted names there, uh, Hansen, of people that have, or they disappeared from the screen. Uh, Vladimir Putin has donated
1: money back then. <laughs> oh,
0: I, that's, wow. wow,
1: you know what, that's N- touching. New knees,
0: good hips you know, on the it, list with a donation.
1: You know what, Putin probably remembers uh, the American-Soviet partnership during World War II.
0: Oh, uh, good to see Corn Pop has weighed in with a donation to Warren Foundation Freedom Station. Thank you, Corn Pop. Corn
3: Pop was a bad dude. Yeah, uh, but he's yeah. turned a corner. He's, uh, he's doing good stuff uh, now.
0: I, I threatened to wrap a chain around his head, so he donated. And Grund- <laughs> Grundle Tanner came in. Uh... <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> that actually
3: sounds like a fake name. <laughs> Mister Mr. Tanner, we thank you for your generosity.
0: Uh, so let's get a total here. Our total Warrior Foundation
3: Freedom Station is for $500,000 this week. We're currently at $86,900. Can't help but point out that's more than double what we started the show with. So that's amazing. That's a
0: pretty good couple hours right there.
1: It is, it is good. I'm getting a little nervous about uh, hitting our total by the end of the week of $500,000 by the close of Business Friday. Um, but I, I know a lot of folks still need to talk to their spouse about how much should we give this year. Um, uh, or, there are a lot of people uh, seeing if their corporations will match. Hey, go on to, uh, is it amazon.smile.com or smile.amazon.com? You can give a percentage of each purchase to the charity of your choice. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station would be a great uh, uh, choice for you.
0: Uh, six feet of Corn Pop's chain has also donated $50. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Corn Pop was a bad dude at
0: armstrongandgetty.com, so thank you very much for that.
1: Yeah, now that's some really good uh, listening skills there, because I think they, didn't old Joe say, and, uh... He said, uh, I'm going to give you about, it wasn't six feet, wasn't it? I told him, give me about six feet of that chain. <laughs>
2: but oh I'm going to wrap this oh chain God. around your head. Yeah, that's a forgotten part of that story. Oh, my God. Right.
0: He went down into the basement with a, what, he's like the facilities
1: manager? Like
3: the janitor or something, <clears yeah. <clears
1: what do we have around here that would be a good deadly weapon to use against old corn pop? Chain, you say, how much do you think I need? Three, four feet. No, you need at least six feet of chain to wrap around a guy's head.
0: So I got a couple of health things here. I want to jam in. Uh, first of all, a New Jersey hospital gave the wrong patient a kidney transplant. Boy, that's a heck oh. of a mistake. That is a heck of a mistake right there. I was here for a flu shot. The person had the same name as the rightful recipient. I guess he had two Joe Smiths or whatever in the hospital, and you know, it's it funny a angle, you gave me a new uh, new kidney.
1: I just had a procedure. And they verify your name and the spelling, which obviously wouldn't have done any good, but they ask your birth date every single thing you do.
0: Of course, I don't know. Maybe they're getting lax down there. Another one is we did get a doctor who checked in. It said, yeah, being on opioids will help your eyesight. And that's, that's a common thing because Joe and I have both had the experiences when we were on the uh, powerful drugs that our eyes got better and we didn't need our glasses. It's weird.
1: Yeah, that is odd. I mean, it's kind of cool and liberating, but it won't last.
0: No, it went away uh, when I was done. And then this health note. Uh, the president went into the hospital unexpectedly a couple of weeks ago. Now, their official announcement was this. Anticipating a very busy 2020, the president is taking advantage of a free weekend here in Washington, D.C., to begin portions of his routine annual physical exam at Walter Reed, which very well could be true, although a number of people from past White Houses weighed in on what a big deal it was every time the president got any sort of checkup and all the, you know, just all the brouhaha around that sort of stuff with the presidential schedule and lining up the trip and all that sort of thing, and... Trump didn't do that. Now, Trump is Trump. He doesn't do things. He might have just said, you know what, I ought to do my physical. I'm not doing anything. And they ran over there. Um, Who knows? On the other hand, the president arrived at 251 at Walter Reed Hospital, went in, was walked out about two and a half hours later, shirt open, waved to people, got in his car and took off. And their only statement was he got some labs done. And then other people responded with, uh they do labs in the White House. They got a full staff there, any labs you need at any time for anybody who works in the White House they do in there in the White House. So <clears throat> I'm guessing he had some sort of chest pain. He's fine, but you know
3: I heard I heard one theory that it was because it was before he went over to hang out with the soldiers for Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. That there was oh, some sort be. of medical screen that they couldn't admit that that's what it was for. That absolutely could be it. Yeah. yeah In
0: fact, that's a very good explanation. Yeah. I'll bet you're right. Some sort of traveling overseas right. shots or something he needed to get, and they couldn't say why. 20 seconds ago, you were claiming it was chest pain.
2: <laughs> well, I'm Now changed... you're completely convinced by this. <laughs> i
3: am changed my mind. I'm very convincing. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God.
3: Next, it'll be witches.
0: Well, who knows? I, did you have any chest pain over the weekend? I did when I ate too much, and I'm not a 72-year-old super fat guy who eats fast food all day long under tremendous stress. You're a few of those things.
3: <laughs> what, wow.
0: What's coming up in your? while you don't have time? Marshall's News got his, is next. That's what we'll do. Marshall's News. <laughs> Ed Perineum has donated $50 to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Appreciate that. Joe's Disgusting Old Hip is in for about $100. bucks. i am not going to read that one. That one's too much.
1: Um, I got a brand new titanium hip. I don't know what that's talking
0: about. I guess with my old hip. Wow, John Rambo donated 25, 25 bucks. Thank you, John Rambo. Uh, but well, so, he's given a lot for her vets.
1: Mostly machine gun secret prisoner of war camps, as I recall. And,
0: and should mention Dan Coons came in with a thousand bucks. We are now at ninety grand.
2: Wow! So, wow! Uh, wow. That's, yeah,
0: it's been a pretty good day. Right. Yeah, get, get for the f-
1: fabulous Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Oh, do they do great work?
0: at Armstrong and Getty.com News now with Marshall Phillips.
2: Now, look at what's been going on. This is definitely the time for a positive,
3: Sean, one-word market report. Uh, the market is ebbing. Ooh. The market is ebbing. Hey, ebbing. ebbing market. No. Oh, you know boy. about the ebbs and the flows? I yeah. know. Yeah, this is one of those. Well, <laughs>
2: that's after the Dow dropped more than 400 points in early trading, following comments from President Trump over trade with China at the NATO summit. In some ways... I like the idea of waiting until after the election for the China deal. But they want to make a deal now, and we'll see. Well, that had a react, the market reacted that way. They had, you know, the, the 400 points in the opening. It's one of the biggest drops in quite a while now.
0: Doesn't China think, and they're probably right, yeah. that whoever follows President, Republican, or Democrat won't have the stomach for this? Correct.
1: Yeah, they'll cave. They will cave and give in to the Chinese uh, for short-term, you know, smoothing of the path. Meanwhile, we'll continue to get screwed, ripped off, stolen from, etc., by an evil empire that seeks to dominate the globe.
3: Asshole. You know, it's a more concise way of putting it. Ah. I would just like to take this moment to uh, give my favorite piece of investing advice that I've learned while I've been a member of the investor class for yes. a little over a year now. And that
0: advice is try to time the market. Yes, always. Uh, no, uh, <laughs>
3: stocks go down faster than they go up, but they go up more than they go down. That is a good one. There you
2: go. And as a news person, I do need to remind you that the House Intelligence Committee's impeachment report will be released to the public later today.
0: Is there any chance there's anything exciting in there that we don't know is going to happen? I mean, we heard it all no. three times. <laughs> <laughs> right. They had everybody testify in
1: secret, then leaked it, and then they dragged them back to say the same things in public, and we watched it and thought, yeah, that's pretty much what I thought happened. And Now they're going to release the report. Great.
2: Once the report's released, the committee holds a vote to send it to the House Judiciary Committee, and they're supposedly going to start hearings on this report tomorrow.
1: Gee, I hope the vote
2: isn't along party lines. Representative Duncan Hunter of California says he will indeed plead guilty to misusing campaign funds and is prepared to go to jail. That's a 180-degree reversal after having long denied any wrongdoing claiming he was the victim of a political witch hunt. Well, Marshall, come on wow. now. He's doing it to protect his children. Well, yeah, the six-term congressman telling San Diego Channel 51... I'm
0: going to change my plea to guilty.
2: Um, I, I, I think it's important not to have a
0: public trial for three reasons, and those three reasons are my kids. I, I think it's, uh, it'd be really tough for them. It, it, it's to hard enough it being crum- the kids of a public figure. Uh, I think it's time for them to live life outside the spotlight. It would be tough for them to see exactly how crooked your mom and I have been. Yeah, which is fairly well documented. I don't is there anybody still standing up for him? No.
2: Now, on an entirely different note, this is for your and your family's health. Hopefully, you ate your fill of turkey on Thanksgiving because any leftovers you have in your fridge now are already bad. Wrong. That's according to the centers.
3: <laughs>
2: That's according to the centers, Sean. For disease control nah, and prevention. They're
0: being too careful. My wife threw out the turkey earlier than I think we needed to. I ate some of the pie last night. I finished off the pie yeah. last night, and it was fine.
2: Well, the CDC is saying outbreaks nah. of bacteria that cause food poisoning occur most often. Wait a often. minute. Have they heard Th- of refrigeration?
0: This is Tuesday.
3: Yeah.
1: We stored stuff promptly. Threw it in the fridge. Right. The nose. What the nose? Is,
0: please. Exactly. If you smell please. it, it smells fine. Just uh, you know. If it's green and oozy and smells funny, don't eat it. Yeah, give it a quick
1: lick. If it tastes like a battery, it's probably no good. If it
0: tastes like a battery, it's <laughs> right. Probably no good. That's chuck a, it. That's a good way to do it. Or if, if it, it ha- still tastes like turkey, mostly have at it. You know what's uh, weird about uh, the whole turkey thing? Yeah. And I've been told this, so it's got that trichotillomania or whatever it is that makes you tired. Allegedly. And then I'm heard. No, oh, no, it's not. Not that it's actually the size of the meal, and the other food has. I don't know what's the truth and what's not, but I'm never as close to a coma as I am after the Thanksgiving meal. Taking a nap, and I eat. I overeat regularly. It's not like I overeat once a year, and I, I just there's something that comes over my body after I eat the Thanksgiving meal where it's just I can barely move my limbs. <laughs>
1: Well, some of us were, were simultaneously boozing, so that's a factor, but that's not, you know, your factor. Right, right.
2: And there's something goes on there. I don't know what it is. And we've got one of those great listicles for the year. The top baby names of 2019 have just been released. How is this possible? We've done this 15 times this year. <laughs> no, remember we had the predicted top baby names. Well, which I year. decried
0: as an idiotic feature. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. According to Baby Center, the top five most popular girls' names for 2019. In fifth place, Aria. A R I A. Aria. That's a uh, Game of Thrones. That's yep. a pretty name. Yep. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. In fourth place, Ava. Then you got your Emmas. Olivia came in second, and Sophia has held the number one spot for girls for the entire decade. I know every a few.
1: name ending in a soft A. Mm. Uh, uh is that the uh, Hispanic influence?
2: Uh boy I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. And the top 5 most popular names for boys in 2019 coming in 5th Grayson. Grayson. They're all going to end in n. Here we go. Go uh, ahead. 4th place Aiden. 3rd place Noah. Noah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson knocked out of 1st place down to number 2 by Muhammad. By, no, by Liam. lovely. By Liam. <laughs> Liam. Liam is the most popular okay. boy's baby name for 2019. Yeah, it's, it's, it's,
0: they did, they, you look at the list over the years, they come in and out of, of uh, fashion, like, you know, like the length of skirts or, or the flared jeans or whatever. Right. They just do. It's right. just a fashion
2: thing. All right, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Well, we've got to do a total and give a thanks to
3: a particular person. Well, a couple of people, actually. Let's jump in with a total here. Drum roll, please, for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. We're currently at $102,811. Yeah.
2: Wow.
0: Thank you, Annette, with $10,000. Oh, oh my gosh, Annette. That's a whale right there.
2: Calling out my whales.
0: Yeah, add that to Andrea Stewart's a thousand bucks and Brent Hawkness who with a thousand dollars. Brent Hawkness.
1: And and dozens and dozens and dozens of people uh, donating what they can afford. Uh, and and y'all, yeah, I mean, it's the 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 millions that really make this work. Uh, the whales are fabulous, and we appreciate your generosity and patriotism. But don't think just because you don't have a thousand bucks laying around, you can't help. You absolutely can with ten, twenty, fifty, whatever you can spare.
0: Um, scientists are getting permits to grow organs and hogs. What organs uh, is kind of interesting, oh, among man. other things we've got coming up on the Armstrong <laughs> and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Snoop Dogg is releasing a (laughs) lullaby album of his greatest hits. The first single is Gin and Juice Box. Honestly, it's available on vinyl and CBD. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gin and juice box. <laughs> That's funny. I saw Snoop today on something. Oh, he's performing locally. Are you going tonight? Oh, is he really? Yeah.
3: I may have to show up. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I've been to a couple of his shows before. They're usually fun. Um, and so... I hear there's marijuana smoke there. Oh, what? Never mind. I can't go then.
0: Snoop was in uh, Dolomite Is My Name, the Eddie Murphy <laughs> movie that I watched the other night. Oh, how'd you like that? I thought it was really interesting. I was completely unaware of Dolomite and Jamie Moore. I was I was unaware of his act, um, and so I'm glad that Eddie Murphy brought that to light. A uh, a comedian of the '70s who started doing those black exploitation films, and the the trailers for the actual original movies still exist on YouTube. I was watching some of them last night. They're hilarious. <laughs> I mean, they're really funny. Wow, well, sounds good. I'll have to check that out. But
3: Eddie Murphy is doing a biopic of a of a character that certainly most white people have never heard of. Eddie Murphy is very talented, and it was fun to see him acting again. Yeah, it's it was kind of a serious movie. It's about a yeah. guy who's down and out trying to figure out how to make his life work, and it's, it's pretty good.
0: Um, we mentioned yesterday the Supreme Court taking up a gun issue for the first time in over a decade is a big deal. And the particular issue that they took up is really interesting. It no, this law no longer exists, which is the point of my little tale right here. So New York had this ridiculous law where you could not take your gun that you legally owned and transport it outside of the city. Even if you had it unloaded, locked up in a case in the trunk of your car, all the things that you're supposed to do, you still couldn't transport it like from New York City to your the second home where it's also illegal to have a gun, you weren't allowed to transport it. I mean, just... oh uh, way- um, New York. I'm leaving. Why do you care? Yeah, I know. It's a, went, first of all, I can't imagine what they were trying to accomplish with that. What did, who, who did they think they were stopping from being shot with this? Um, I mean, most gun laws don't make any sense from the standpoint of us law-abiding citizens. Okay, we have to do it, but the guy who's going to shoot me doesn't care. But... Uh, I don't even know what they thought they were going to accomplish, but wildly unconstitutional and but it had passed when challenged several other layers of courts, which is scary, really, which is really really troubling. Um as as it as it went up the levels and it still got held up as okay. Well, finally it was being taken up by the Supreme Court. As soon as they announced they were taking up New York pulled back and said it's not a law anymore. We pull it. <laughs> not a law anymore. And I didn't realize till I was reading David French's column this morning in the Dispatch uh, which he calls the French press. A little, where
1: are he from, French?
0: It's a little too cutesy for me, David French. I mean, and the French press. But anyway, he said this is a common tactic that people do, and it often works. You pass what you know is an unconstitutional law, thinking you'll be able to skate for a while. If it ever reaches a level where somebody says, no, you can't do that, we're going we're gonna to challenge that, and you think you'll lose, you yank it. And then you wait a while, and then you can pass a similar version, or another city or state can somewhere else. It's a way to keep doing things, ...that you like but are unconstitutional.
1: And so the courts over and over again... ...and it takes a long time to even get to this point... Sure, ...but at the point that you realize... ...oh, the court's going to say we have to stop... ...we'll yank it, the court will say... ...well, it's a moot point, we'll repass it... two weeks from now and go on with our business.
0: And, Great. That, and that's why some people think... ...because this is a single ordinance... ...that no longer exists in a single city. Why did the Supreme Court take up this... ...after ten years of ignoring... ...all kinds of much bigger uh, cases... Various assault weapons bans by states and other things they could have looked into. And there's some belief that they're going to make some sort of broader, hey, knock it off, everybody, with these nitpicky, you know they're unconstitutional BS laws. Oh. And, and that's going to be the, the, the point that they try to make. And I, I didn't realize until yesterday that the plaintiff's side, the good guy's side, in my opinion, the, the, the gun owner's side, is Paul Clement is the representing lawyer. And if you've ever seen him do his act, he is the best. I mean, he is like straight out of a TV courtroom movie. He is just freaking fantastic. So I hope he uh, makes some strong arguments and the Supreme Court gets somewhere on this. But that, that is craziness. I can't take my locked up, unloaded gun to another place outside away. of this town.
1: I can't take it away.
0: Yeah. That's bizarre. To somewhere else where it's legal to have. Yeah. It's yeah. Really weird. I don't know what they yeah. thought they were pulling off there, but they, they, well, they're and not again, getting away with it, I guess. How, how disturbing is it that that
1: was upheld by a couple of different courts in a row?
0: That's troublesome. Because they knew it was unconstitutional also. They're just people that have a certain uh, opinion about guns.
1: Right. The uh, judge's bench as the super legislature,
0: which is incredibly troubling. It'll be fun to see how this one turns out. I'd actually like to watch the arguments. So listen, on a completely different topic, um, I
1: absolutely love what Donald J is doing with China. It's a hell of a tough task trying to get the trade deal going because China's – their system is not compatible with ours. And how we go forward as major trading partners is a mystery to me because they're just – they steal our technology. That We've documented their sins and the demands they make on any company that operates in their country. And 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 by enriching them and their armed services, you're oppressing people worldwide. I just don't know how we continue on. And Donald J. is trying to straighten that out, and I think he's doing an admirable job. I hope at least we make a little progress, okay? Donald Trump,
3: don't trust China!
1: <laughs> and he shouldn't. On the other hand, the stuff with North Korea was doomed from the beginning. It was absolutely worth trying, but it was doomed, and now it's looking extra doomed, uh, super doomed, if you will. North Korea said today that dialogue with the United States has been nothing but a foolish trick and warned us that we could be on the receiving end of an unwelcome Christmas gift.
0: Hmm. Well, an electric can opener? <laughs>
3: i got plenty of socks. Um,
0: well, yeah, okay.
1: Um, although, really good socks, Sean. You know what? You think you have plenty of socks, hmm.
0: but then you get a couple of pairs of like, super premium socks. I did this for my wife a couple of years ago. The really good, the darn tough socks that I'm into. Oh, you get a whole bunch of those. premium
3: socks. I didn't oh, even know such a thing oh, exists. Oh. oh,
0: Sean. Sean. It's a new life. Am I
3: just walking around
0: in parchment
1: paper on my feet? <laughs> you pra- you're practically wrapping your feet in newsprint, Sean. No, but... You think you got good socks, but then you get some really really good socks. You go into your drawer, you figure out, all right, what are the kind of rankest socks I have and the threadbarest. You get rid of those, you'll improve your life. You never have good enough socks. Anyway, <laughs> where were we? Ah, the wow. unwelcome Christmas present yep. from the North Koreans. Yeah. Surely they don't mean they're going to bomb us, right? Well, but They have given the U.S. until the end of the year to drop our hostile policy and to come up with a new approach for talks and offer concessions, etc., to end their ICBM test. Despite the tension between the two countries, the president sounded almost affectionate about Kim Jong-un in London today, expressing his confidence that North Korea would still denuclearize. But he also noted that the North Korean leader, quote, likes sending up rockets, doesn't he? That's why I call him Rocket Man. (laughs) That's a Trump quote? Yes.
3: Hilarious.
1: Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Corn Pop. When I'm not trying to get my razor rusty in a rain barrel, I
2: listen to Final Thoughts with Armstrong and Getty.
0: Did we do that yesterday?
2: Thanks, yeah, Corn cool Pop.
0: I think we did. Yeah, you're like me, buying the same shirt twice. Uh, well, he's doing
1: a two-nighter. Sold here, out the first night.
0: <laughs> here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final
1: thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up. There he is, our producer, Positive Sean.
3: Yeah, just a summary of some of the movies that I've caught over the last several weeks, and Jack actually saw The Dolomite as my name as well. I recommend that one. I recommend the Ford vs. Ferrari movie, and Knives Out is my favorite movie that I've seen probably since Into the Spider-Verse last year, and it's a, it's a great movie. I, I give that my highest recommendation. Super. Our esteemed newsman, Marshall Phillips, but, final thought. If you got a friend or family member that served
2: in the military and you want to honor them, do what I did in memory of my dad, Major Ed Phillips, and make a donation, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station.
1: Just do that at armstrongandgetty.com. It's easy to do. There he is pressing the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, final thought?
2: All right. Instead of buying your family OK Boomer t-shirts for Christmas because you still think it's funny and are unaware that the fad has passed, just give the $50 to the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. There you go.
1: That's a good idea, Michael. Jack, you're the co-host for the love of God. What's your final thought for
0: us? Beautiful blonde leg hair donated $25 (laughs) to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station and another $25 from Jack. Tricky <laughs> Dickonomia.
3: Can I even say that? <laughs>
0: I don't know, but go to ArmstrongandGetty.com to donate. Uh, let me hit you with a total quick here. We're at $104,000. Oh yeah. a heck of a day today.
1: Yeah. Way to go, folks. Proud of you. Appreciate it. Uh, my final thought is I believe I have officially moved from the walker to the hand carved Hungarian wolf cane Ooh. to help me get around. I'm still a little bit wobbly, but I'm feeling pretty good about it. And. Uh, uh, it's it's a good step. I was not enjoying the walker.
0: When do you expect to be back in the studio? I'm hoping next week. We'll just have to see. Hmm. Cool. I don't know. I'd get pretty used to laying around with a cane watching TV. But,
1: well, and my commute is zero, right. and I have a fully stocked kitchen 20 feet away from me. Are you working in a bathrobe?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, No, but I have not worn pants in a week and a half. Wow.
3: (laughs) Armstrong and Getty wrapping
1: up another (laughs) grueling four-hour workday. I'm loving the pantless lifestyle, (laughs) tell you what. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Donate to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Thanks for listening. Love you. God bless
0: America.
2: You having a good time? Okay, I I did not say that.
0: I've (laughs) sat here for over
2: three hours and 15 minutes. (laughs) That's good.
0: If you wish to leave, you may. Let me
1: just say... How very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not
2: uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words...
0: It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you
2: want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? But I'm going to wrap this chain around your head.
1: Armstrong and Getty.